0: All right. So this Rahim. <coughs> so uh, let's uh, approach this discussion two ways. One, we're going to go uh, real practical and and looking at what we have to do. That will be one side of the discussion. And the other side of the discussion will be looking purely theoretically, OK? So so starting this practically speaking, uh, when someone is suffering, uh, what are some things that we should be doing if we know that someone's suffering? How would you answer that question?
1: Actively reaching
0: out to make sure we do whatever we can. Yeah, and I liked the, the first word you used, which was actively. So actively we should reach out and, and, and do whatever we can essentially to help them. One point to think about is when you're going through a struggle Uh, 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 and even if everybody in your family is going through the same struggle nobody knows what you're going through because you're feeling it your particular way and you're going to experience this over the course of your life that you're you're carrying this pain and you wish other people would know but nobody knows that Nobody knows that you're carrying this, this pain, and they don't know how heavy it is for you, and they don't know how it feels for you. And if you haven't experienced that in life yet, you will. That's just part of the experience of life. And so one point to think about is over the course of your life, every one of us is gonna be experiencing various types of pains. And so all of us in this room already, we're, were minorities. And so, meaning ethnically, racially, religiously, which means we already have certain feelings about our role in the world, which might be different than, than most of the people uh, in, in our classes and in our neighborhoods and such. And, and then on top of that, uh, because our back home cultures uh, might be a little bit different in terms of how we do things, um, that's already put, making us sort of, just, so to speak, square pegs trying to fit inside circular holes. But when you go through a struggle in life, maybe it's something like loneliness. You're feeling it, uh, but nobody knows how you're feeling it. And suppose for a second everyone in this room felt a certain type of loneliness. The way Forrest is feeling it is going to be different the way Barry is feeling it, and so forth and so on. And, and, and so, so your point is absolutely correct that when we find out that someone is suffering, we should actively reach out to them. And then the next step is to figure out from them how they want us to help them. So a question to ask someone when they're struggling is, how can I support you? How can I help you? Now, what a lot of religious people like to do When someone is suffering, is to start quoting ayahs and hadith, saying, "Okay, this was Allah's will," or you know, we're all set to die at a certain time. That usually doesn't help people. Uh, Like, uh, if you're going through struggle, what would you like someone to do for you? I'm sorry, cookies are making me laugh for some reason. How would you answer that question? Suppose you 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 went through some huge tragedy and someone wants to help you what would you like them to do for you any thoughts and there's no wrong answer here so I'll throw out any ideas even if it seems strange otherwise i will have to call on people usually the best thing is just to be there for them sometimes the best thing is just to be present with them and sometimes just to be quiet uh, uh, that when you're alone and you're struggling, you feel super alone. But if someone is just there, sometimes that automatically makes the pain feel a lot more manageable. Okay. So that's one point to think about, that uh, when someone is struggling, our job is to reach out and to actively reach out. And usually what it just means is at least just be, be there, quiet trying to make things comfortable for them. So, for example, uh, if uh, uh, they have to take care of some things, like whether it's cleaning the room or or eating food, sometimes it helps for us to take care of those things for them. I mean, it doesn't mean you eat their food for them, obviously, right? (laughs) But sometimes it might help to help make the food for them and such. And so the point is to make people's lives uh, uh, easier in whatever way we can. Now, what happens when you have a death in the family? uh, That's a special kind of pain, Uh, especially if it's a parent uh, or a brother or sister, or as you get older in child, if you have kids, the the death of a child. One point to think about is, in a way, way you don't ever recover. And what I mean by this, uh, have any of you lost a grandparent? And so how old were you when your grandparent died? I don't
2: think I was alive yet. Or okay, maybe okay. I was like only one. Okay, okay, so you don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and then Dolly, how old were you? Dolly or Danya? Danya. Danya, okay. How old were you when I was you? <laughs> Say thank you, sis, all you're thinking for your born? Okay. Um born. Okay.
1: I think I was thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Oh, so you definitely remember it. And do you remember some of the feelings? Yeah. Like were you close to this grandparent?
1: Yeah, I was the closest
0: really yeah and so so what happens when when you lose someone it's kind of like a hole in your heart has formed in their shape it's like a part of you has been torn out of you and and the thing is that that hole is going to remain you just get used to it i mean for whatever little you want to share what was it like
1: Okay. So, um, we were, like, at the par- at a party here, and then my mom was coming, so she, it was my mom and dad, so she, like, got a call, so she was on the phone, and she called me, and then she was, like, crying, and I yeah. didn't understand, like, why, but she told me to just get my dad. Yeah. So then, we were supposed to go on, like, a trip the next day, but we went to, we flew to Houston, and then we, like, stayed at the Sudden, like, yeah, it was, it. he like fell or something, uh-huh, so it was, yeah. he was in the hospital, but he was like alive for most of the he, until like they had to take all the things out because he couldn't stay alive mm-hmm. without like the help, I guess. Yeah. So, we were at the hospital like for like five days, just like in there, like our whole family, like with like a hundred people, like in like the waiting rooms.
0: Wow. Just, like, waiting. wow, and then, then he passed away, huh? yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. And so think about how clearly you remember that whole process, right? And it started out as a complete shock. And and so, so a point we'll get to in a second is that death never really comes at a convenient time. But the, the point to think about before we discuss that part is that, you know, this whole forms, it's almost like this hole in your heart where the person used to be. And... The hole remains, but you get used to going through life uh, with that hole. And sometimes, one of the ways to help cope with the hole is to do something of benefit in their honor. At the very, very least, is to pray for them. You know, pray for Allah ta'ala to forgive them. Pray for Allah ta'ala to to make. As easy as possible, life for the people that they're leaving behind and such. And often when I have students who've lost a family member or someone very close to them, like a very close friend, uh, I'll give them an exercise that is sort of focused on giving life. So they're already instructed to pray for the person they've lost, but then I'll tell them to to get some seeds and go to a forest or something and plant the seeds and then forget that you've done it. And, and what do you think is the effect of doing that? Why would why would I suggest to do something like that? What do you think? I mean, one answer could be because you're weird, but I it would be like a, a, a reasonable answer. What do you think? Somebody guess. Yes. What's your name?
2: Uh, okay. So basically, it's kind of like it's sort of doing, if you do it in their honor, it's almost like I don't know how to explain it. It's like you were like Revitalizing them uh-huh. through this, like planting the seeds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it could. I guess it. You could kind of like feel a sense of not necessarily completion, but like peace if you do that. Yeah.
0: So Yes. Um, I know some people make monuments and stuff, but that's kind of more of a, like, a way to get back to the earth as,
1: uh-huh. far as doing something in their honor. Yeah. You know, it'll grow, and if it's like a tree. It'll
0: grow for a long. Yeah. So, So so uh, this is a really important question, and these are, these are really, really good answers. And so now let's uh, uh, put the practical side on, on hold in a moment, and now let's get to, to the theoretical side, which is probably not the right word, like the belief side. Um, when we die, and this will help answer your question, when we die, what are some things that continue about us? Anything?
2: Like the memory of
0: so the memories do, but then even people who remember us are someday going to die. And the people who remember them are someday, someday going to die. What remains? Uh,
2: the good that we
0: gave to the world. Okay, and isn't the world going to end someday too? Yeah. So so the memories might outlast us, the good, inshallah, would outlast us. What remains? Give me a hint. It's related to the day of judgment. What remains?
2: Or, or okay
0: so somebody like raise your hand and say something I'm hearing she she
2: was saying your sins and your deeds okay so your
0: deeds remain right and then we're going to be held to account for for, for all these deeds and so the choices that we made in our lives And so even though I'm using the word in their honor, I'm suggesting to plant their seeds and you make a dua asking Allah Allah that whatever good comes from this plant, to be given to them okay. so that when they die inshallah if Allah wills then any benefit that came from the tree or the plant will work in their favor Raise your hand. yeah wouldn't like
2: one of more things about like forgetting that it's there is that like what if it never like grows uh-huh. so then it's just like disappointing
0: <laughs> okay so so why am i suggesting to forget about it <laughs> now now okay uh i'm gonna give you a number and then i'm gonna give you an instruction okay so the number uh it's a random number first number that came to my mind 412 okay now i want all of you to forget about it Oh, snap, what happened?
1: Uh, So, like, you had never really forget about
0: it? You never really got to forget about it. What I'm actually saying is you've done this deed to, inshallah, benefit the person who's passed away. And then you still continue moving on with life. Um, And you might forget where you planted it, but you know you did. And you're hoping and praying that it doesn't turn out to be a disappointment you're hoping and praying that it continues to give benefit upon benefit long after you're gone yeah. so so the first point to think the students haven't changed much so the first point to think is when someone is suffering then our job is to actively reach out and try to help them and one of the best simple things you can do is just to ask them how can i support you and give them company and if there's ways you can make their life easier, do that. And then what I'm suggesting is that when you're yourself struggling, one way, at the very least, to cope with the, the, the hole that you feel in your heart is to do something that can benefit the person who's passed away. And at the very least, just make the offer them. Ya Allah, Dalla, please forgive all their sins. Please grant them the top level of paradise. Please grant them ease when they, when they meet you and, and so forth and so on. And then other things you could do, other, other small projects, would be something that still benefits other people. And, inshallah, pray for Allah to to uh, give them the blessings for that. Inshallah, you'll also get the blessings for doing that. Uh, but what else is that doing? That process of letting go also helps in the process of, of dealing with the pain. And and so now let's take it uh, a step further. Uh, uh, in terms of 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 life, uh, we said that one thing remains is it would be your deeds. There. Uh, what are some things that a lot of times people focus on in life? But if we include the day of judgment, like the big picture, those things don't really matter too much. What do you think? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay so maybe the big picture muscle grades don't, don't matter too much but if they matter to our parents do they matter <laughs> I have to throw that point in there <laughs> <laughs> so so, so I'll, I'll put it this way so uh, I would say that uh, we should always try hard in life does that work yeah <laughs> but uh, actually let, let me address your point as a sidebar for a moment uh, if I do really poorly in class, does that mean I'm a bad person? No. no. If I do really well in class, does that mean I'm a good person? No. Okay. Should I try to do really well in class? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Right? If I do poorly in class, then what should I do? Try
2: harder.
0: So try harder or try to figure out what what I was not doing as well at uh, in the sense that I should always try to reach for excellence in everything that I do. Okay. Having said that. Yes? The second one. Second exactly. one. Okay. Uh, what are the things that people focus on that in the big picture don't really matter? Money. Money. Okay. So now, like with grades, what are some benefits that can come from money? You
1: can give it to
0: charity. You can give it to charity. So you can turn the money into a good deed. Yeah. Okay. What else? What are some things that people care about a lot but don't really matter? Parents is a big one. You know, what's the interesting thing of life is that when you're young, and I'm drawing like basically life here. When you're, when you're young, maybe your life looks the same, uh, you care a lot about what people think of you. And to the point that sometimes it might even cause us anxiety. And then what happens when you enter middle age, uh, which for you might seem infinity years away, but when you enter in middle age, uh, inshallah, uh, you... Stop really caring about what people think of you. Um, you start caring much more about, all right, got to get this done, i got to take care of this, and, and so forth and so on. And then when you get older, which for all of you probably seems like infinity times, infinity years away, so I'm saying, you know, the age that many of your grandparents are, for those who are still with us, uh, then you start realizing that when you're younger and you're so worried about what people thought of you, they're also so worried about what people thought of them, so everybody's more focused on themselves and not really thinking too much about other people. There are some people who do like to pay attention to everyone else and like to gossip and such. Okay, those people um, we can't really do much about. But every time you're worried about what people think of you, remember that so is everybody else. So they're probably actually not paying attention. They're paying attention to what they think everyone else is thinking. But sometimes it takes a whole lifetime to realize that. But having said that, whose opinions should we care about? Some of these answers are, are really easy, and so you already know this. So, at the top, of course, is Alatala. And uh, when does Alatala hate us? When we forget about her. Sorry?
2: When we forget about
0: her. Okay, perhaps. What do you think? What are other possible answers? Never. Never! <laughs> Trick question! <laughs> yes. So even the Prophet, peace be upon him, was concerned uh, not long after he received the first message, the first visit from Jibreel, he would stop receiving these visits, and then he thought, maybe I made Allah upset, maybe Allah ta'ala is upset with me, or maybe Allah ta'ala has abandoned me. And then the Prophet, peace be upon him, received Surat Al-Duhah, and in there one of the first lines is, Your Lord has not abandoned you, nor does he hate you. So this is another point to think about that, number one, the opinion, so to speak, that I should be most concerned about is what Allah Taala thinks of me, for lack of better truth. But you're also going to find many of your friends who are going to think, because I do this wrong thing, and I do this wrong thing, and I do this wrong thing, therefore Allah hates me. And that doesn't make any sense to But, what does it take for Allah Ta'ala to love me more and more? What do you think? Doing exactly what he asks us to do. Or the, or the Prophet peace be upon him is reported to have said that Allah Ta'ala is saying that he loves nothing more than when the servant, which is you and I, do the things that he is telling us to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about you with your folks? When you listen to your folks, does it make them happy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you don't listen to your folks, does it make them happy? No, so your parents are also a pathway to develop an appreciation for Alatala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so, now why am I making this point? <clears throat> that, all right, all of us have, have been given how many lives to live? Easy question one okay correct now we're saying that the most important opinion is the opinion that Allah has for us which means that how do we uh, increase Allah's love for us it's try to obey him more and more what if we fail completely in obeying him then what do we do let's say Allah says do these five things I do zero of them what should I do Ask ask for forgiveness exactly okay I'm sorry? Okay. So, so all that stuff is just basically just testing if MLA is still teaching the things. Mashallah, MLA still is. Mashallah. Okay. <laughs> so, now bringing this back to the person who's passed away, this is part of the reason why we are saying that uh, when we pray for them, at the very least, we should ask them for forgiveness. So, now, <clears throat> what do you do if someone has passed away and yeah, nobody saw that saying that nobody at all okay what if you do if someone has passed away and you feel like they hurt you which we do them. we should try our best to forgive them why sorry yeah to try to do that why Yeah, because where's the hate located? It's inside yourself. And so one thing to also think about is if someone passed away and we're upset with them, the goal is to try to forgive them, inshallah, for their sake, but also for our sake. Now, think in your life about people in who, before they've passed away, who may have hurt you. The goal is the same, isn't it? the goal is to try to bring ourselves to forgive because uh, otherwise we're just carrying the pain and anger in our heads you know it's a grudge and so we say they're living in our, inside our heads rent free okay. so <clears throat> that's the practical side now let's go back to, to the, 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 the belief side of things uh, so we said you have one opportunity in life and we're all going to fa- face Allah all in the day of judgment uh in terms of, of grades, what grade should you try for? So you got A, B, C, D, F. Okay. Dumb question. What grade should you try for? Okay. A. Why are you grinning? Oh, because
1: I was just thinking
0: that a C is what you should C's uh, C's are average, that should we try for? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like how you're negotiating right now. What uh, yeah. You're like, I'm not negotiating. I think I see's a good grade. Yeah, no, C is a passing grade along the <laughs> law. So uh I'm still gonna push back and say I still think that we should try for an A. What do you think? Okay. And then
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And then uh what if we try not just for an A, but for an A plus? What do you think?
2: No. No, why not? It's too much it's a- it's the same thing, okay? And okay. You're, you're wasting, okay, you're wasting a lot of time and stress on, like, a few extra percent, and okay. it's ultimately going to mean the same thing.
0: Okay, fair enough. Now, let's convert back to the Day of Judgment. Is an A and an A-plus on the Day of Judgment going to be the same thing? What do you think?
2: Like, literally? Like, the grade?
0: No, no, no so, got, oh. so let's say hypothetically, okay, <laughs> let's say hypothetically the Day of Judgment... You get a report card for how you lived your life. Would you be happy with an F? No. Would you rather have an F, an F plus, or an F minus? F plus. F plus. <laughs> F plus. Exactly. Right. But, but between A and A plus, I feel like there's just what a
1: difference.
0: Uh, you think there's no, wait? wait you saying there a is a, a is difference a between A so and A plus, so or that? you don't think so? I
1: mean,
0: Yes, like, this, and this is, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So, so uh, if your grade is what what level what level of jannah you get into, oh. what do you think? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <have> light bulb! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I'd
0: say a D minus would be the lowest jannah. A D minus, oh. your jannah would probably <laughs> be still better than Villa Park, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I mean think about it. So like so like the lowest level of Jannah is still more amazing than anything we can imagine. And that's the D minus Jannah. Okay? Now imagine how much better than the D minus Jannah, the D Jannah is. Okay, to give you an idea, the Prophet PC upon who's reported have said that like to get a sense of the difference of the levels of paradise, think of, you know, from here to the stars in the sky. That's how different the levels are. Okay. So, back to our question. If you can get an A plus Jannah, also known as Janna Firdaus, mm-hmm. Uh would you go for an A or an A plus? A plus. A plus. Now, here's something else that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> I just, okay look. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, <laughs> I
2: said, no, obviously you wanna strive for an A plus, but would I be happy with an A? Yes.
0: Sure, sure. I mean we'll all be happy with a D minus Jannah. But Allah Alec- <laughs> ta'ala is offering us an A plus Jannah. Okay.
2: Good. It might be easier to get it than your than your than your grade in school. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Allah's is merciful. Yeah.
0: Actually I had I have students almost every semester who say that okay, God is so merciful so you should be you know, making our assignments easier. And then I tell them, "Yes, God is so merciful, and I am not God." <laughs> okay. okay, so, so now here's another interesting thing. What uh, does Allah Taala want or expect of us in terms of what level of hell or he- hell or heaven we aim for? What grade? He's. Well, that's what nobody heard that. So he's. So he's already set up the A-plus Jannah for each and every one of us. He has... That? Oh. I'm sorry? So we're actually saying the default direction uh, for each of us is the A-plus Jannah. Mm-hmm. That he has a palace in A-plus Jannah set for us. Which means each time we're doing something wrong... And we're not fixing it or we're not seeking forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We're actually going lower than what Allah Ta'ala has set up for us. Mm -hmm. Now what does that mean? It means that that Allah Ta'ala is saying you and I are worth the top level of Jannah. Mm -hmm. That each and every one of you is not just worth a passing grade. Each and every one of you, Allah Ta'ala has decided that you are worth the top level of Jannah. But then when you and I, and we all do things that are wrong, when you and I do something wrong and we don't seek forgiveness or we don't fix it and such when when it's necessary to fix something, then we're basically saying, no, we're not worth that much. And so then we start stepping down and down and down. But we can still earn our way back up. How? Yeah, keep doing good and keep seeking forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Now bring this back again to the person who's passed away. Let's change another scenario. So we had one scenario where someone dies. Uh, another scenario where someone dies and we feel like they've done something wrong. Let's say they've, uh, they've died and someone has wronged them. Okay. Uh, so let's say, you know, worst case scenario someone killed them. Okay. Or someone has done something horrible to them and now they've died and... Now the person's gone. They can't be paid back. What should they do? The person's gone. You can't ask forgiveness from them. What should they do? Dun, dun, dun. You already had to look at my students. We've done too much learning. So what do you think? So suppose, hypothetically, suppose you die. Okay. And someone, what's your big sister's name? Um, me. Yeah, Alia. yeah. So have Ali. So let's say before you died, Alia took your shoe. She didn't tell you, okay? She stole <laughs> your shoe.
2: One.
0: <laughs> 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 Sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Now Ali is wondering, what should I do? I stole her shoe. Now I can't give it back because she's gone. I can't ask her for forgiveness. What should she do? Sorry, what did you say?
2: She just told
0: one, she yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> 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 um, like could like <laughs> like like be. So, so it could be that we we make it up to the family themselves, or the worst case scenario. So we ask them, we ask Ella Teller for to forgive us. Okay. So let's review really quickly. Scenario number one: someone's suffering. What do you do? help them, you reach out, you ask how you can support them, and sometimes the best way to support is to just give them company or make their life easier. Okay? And then issue number two, we talked about, uh, I mean, just to merge all the points together, uh, is that uh, at least in the places where it matters, we should aim for A+. Plus. Why? Because it's already set up for us. It's set up for us, which means... That's what we're worth. Okay. Yeah. And then ultimately, uh, whatever wrong that happens, or whatever wrong we do, we should try to seek or grant forgiveness. Seek forgiveness, declare our own slate, grant forgiveness so we don't have to carry a grudge within ourselves. Okay, very good. We'll stop here. And I guess we have to head to our next donation. Any last questions? All right. Okay. السلام <سؤال> عليكم اللهم بحمدك نشهد ان لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب
2: إليك.